Thank you for joining us at Byesville Assembly of God Church. We exist to be a place of connection to God and to others who believe in Jesus. We hope you feel a part of our church family today. We invite you to listen close as our interim pastor, Dan Deem, preaches the Word of God. Marsh and I had some fellowship last night with two, uh, four, or two board members in Louisville and their wives, and we just uh, laughed and talked, and we just had fellowship. It was so great. And uh, one of them asked me, said, um, said uh, he's having a hard time transitioning from Pastor Dan to Dan, okay? And he says, uh, Dan, are, are you enjoying going down to Byesville every week? I said, I really am. I really am. There's some beautiful people there. And uh, matter of fact, I'm going to be very sincere. Every one of you that I have talked to, you, you guys are awesome. You got something good here. And uh, this, the next pastor that comes in here, man, he's just going to be able just to move forward. And I'm very grateful for that. And uh, in John chapter 13, verse 34, New International Version, Jesus said, a new command I give you. Love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. And by this, all men will know you are my disciples if you love one another. People outside these walls, they, they, they really, you know, they're, they're interested in what you do in the community, but they really know if you love Jesus by how you love each other. That's what the Lord is saying. So, so let's go on. Let's look at that, the value of one another today. Um, today's Super Bowl Sunday. Who cares? I do. I do. I'm looking forward to it. And um, have you ever been part of a team? Man, uh, uh, about a year or so ago, I was scanning Facebook. And I, when I retired, I got off my Facebook page because I don't really care what someone had for lunch. Okay? They, they post everything. So I got off of it. But about a year ago, I was looking at it. And one of my classmates from college posted our basketball picture from 1975. And I looked at this picture, and there I was, number 12, and I just started laughing out loud. It says, wow, those were the days. I mean, I had an afro. I mean, I, I really did have hair. I used to. And, and it was just so, so fun. But those are my teammates. And they helped me through some really bad times, some good times, and we laughed together, we prayed together, we took turns uh, preaching on Sunday when we were uh, going away for a Saturday night game far from campus. Um, we, we just had, had a great time, and one of the most fun times, there's a guy named Joe Maloney uh, who uh, pastored in Philadelphia for a lot of years, and he just recently retired uh, this past 2020, and he would sit behind me. I would drive the, the team van. And, and uh, as I'm driving the van, I love to drive, I love to drive, and I was always the, the team driver. He would sit behind me, and we're going down the highway at 70 miles an hour, and he put his hands over my eyes where I couldn't see, both hands. He was a big, strong dude, and he would yell, mystery drive, okay, mystery drive. So we're just driving all over the road, and everybody's back there screaming, laughing, praying. We didn't know, you know, and team, a team, so much fun. We even got shot at by somebody's shotgun one night. That's another story in itself, okay? These were Bible school guys that got a little bit of trouble. I wasn't doing it. It was the guys with me, okay? You know how that goes. But I, I saw the value of a team. It takes me back to fourth and fifth grade. And I remember being on the playground, fourth and fifth grade. Marcia, come up here a minute, would you? She didn't know I was going to do this. And, and we would get with some of our buddies, and we'd link arms, Hold, hold my arm. And we would chant going through the playground. 
We don't stop for nobody. We don't stop for... Anybody ever play that game? You get about four, five, six guys, and you go right through the playground, and anybody in your way, you just mow them over. We don't stop for nobody. It was awesome. It was so much fun, as long as you're on the right side of that. What am I trying to say, guys? It's a team. It's a team. It's a team. And that's what this church is supposed to be. I remember the words of Solomon in the Bible. A cord of three strands is not easily broken. God speaks about the Tower of Babel, and he says this. He said, when there's unity, it's really hard to stop humanity. When there's unity. And then Jesus tells us in the New Testament, a house divided cannot stand. People think that was Abraham Lincoln that said that. Well, Abraham Lincoln did say that, but he took it from the words of Jesus right out of the Bible. A house divided cannot stand. So what's that have to do with Byesville Assembly? Everything. Everything. So as we look at 2021 and all that potentially is going to happen, and, and, and I'm certain in my heart that you're going to have a brand new lead pastor this year. There needs to be some unity. And who wants to stop God's plan? It's Satan. Satan's going to stop it. He wants to. He comes to rob and kill and destroy. So what's going to keep us on point then? We know God will, but it's not just God. It's when we choose to have unity and choose to love one another and care for one another. I mentioned two weeks ago in church that uh, there's an 18-year-old young woman at Louisville Church that was found... Uh, by her brother uh, two weeks ago on Saturday, two weeks ago yesterday, and uh, he thought she was dead. And uh, her, her body temperature was 59 degrees. Uh, he didn't sense that she was breathing at all, and he called uh, the paramedics, and he was doing CPR on her the best he knew how. And, and uh, she's doing better today, but folks, she has not awakened yet, and it's been over two weeks. Uh, her, her vitals are doing better. There's good signs, but, but uh, there, there's, she hasn't opened her eyes to, to, to know what's going on yet. The pastor last Sunday morning when we were there, Marcia and I, he stood up and, and being a, a new pastor in the middle of COVID, and he was saying to everyone, we are, we're going to find some ways in 2021 to bring unity to our church. That Sunday, a young woman in the church stu- stood up and made an announcement and said that her and her husband were going to go up to Cleveland Clinic to see Becca's parents. This young, young woman is named Becca. They wanted to see her parents hold up signs that said, wake up, Becca, and, and, and just show some love. And they said, if anyone wants to go with us, they can go. That's all that was said. Well, Marcia and I, because we weren't in Byesville that day, we were able to drive up to Cleveland Clinic and join that couple. And when we arrived there, there were over 30 people from the Louisville Church standing outside the hospital, and they're praying and singing and worshiping, and to the point that the... the, the um, the police officer there, security, came out and said, uh, you guys are not allowed to protest here. And we said, we are not protesting. We are showing love. The new pastor was standing beside me, and I said, I said, Steve, I said, you wanted unity in the church? This is how we do it. We come together, and we pray together, and we support one another, and we love one another. It's called teamwork. It's called unity. It's called the church. 
And that's what God is wanting here, the church praying together and encouraging one another. So the Super Bowls today, who's going to win? Did you say San Francisco? See, 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 see here, here's the thing. We, we all have our ideas and we all ha- have, have attitudes on that. And we may disagree on who we want to win, but you know what? We're, we're still friends, right? And, and as you watch the game today, I want you to look closely at something. And here's what you're going to see. You're going to see teamwork. How in the world is Patrick Mahomes going to be able to scramble and he does a lot of backwards stuff and throw if he didn't have guys that are doing their, and we heard it from the Lord today, that everyone has a role. And on the football team today, they're blocking and they're protecting so that Patrick Mahomes can stand back and throw. And Tom Brady as well. How's he going to be able to do this if guys don't block and, and receivers don't catch? It's teamwork. It's everyone doing their job. You're going to find unity. You're going to find encouragement. You're going to find everyone doing their, their work, no one giving up. It will be a beautiful thing. And that's the church. Encouraging each other. Doing our part, doing what we do for the glory of God, and the church will be a beautiful thing. And, and Pastor Larry read many scriptures today, but, but I want to read Ephesians 4, verse 3. It says this, make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. Make every effort. That's to you and to me. He's talking to the church. And when Paul talks about the church, that the church needs to make effort to have unity, that kind of means to me that the church in Ephesus at some point was not living in unity. And Paul was correcting them and helping them say, come on, guys, make every effort. So Tampa Bay is going to try to stop Kansas City from doing their best. And Kansas City is going to try to stop Tampa Bay from doing their best. But both teams are going to press on, no stopping, no giving up. They're going to play until the last whistle. Wouldn't it be great to look into the future and to know who wins the game by how much you can make a killing in Vegas? Not that I'm promoting gambling. Okay, I'm not. But scripturally... We know who wins the spiritual battle. We look here and we do know. We read the end of the story. And we know that God's in charge and God wins and the church wins and Byesville Assembly wins because of what the Word of God says when each of us do our part. The Scripture is just so full of of words uh, that say, together. And another. And I want us to look at some of those scriptures today. In Colossians 3.16, Paul says, grow one another. G-R-O-W. Grow one another in the Lord. And let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another. We're to teach one another. To teach means to instruct to implant truth, to train, to teach, and to be taught until the day we die. Marcia and I pastored the church, a church when we were uh, very young. We're, we're still young, but when we were very young, and, and uh, I was about 34, I was 34 years old at the time. And the Sunday school teacher that morning was an old guy. He was about 60. Okay, I'm older than that now, so you can, you can smile, okay? And, and George that morning said this, teaching. 
I have never learned anything from anyone younger than me. Well, here I am as pastor. I'm 34 years old. He's about twice my age. And he's telling everybody in the church, you don't have to listen to Pastor Dan because I have all the answers is what George was saying. I stood up and I had to correct him. He threw his keys at me, church keys, right in front of Sunday school. And he walked out the back door. And I'm saying, what in the world's going on? But you know what God did? He brought somebody new in the front door. And they were a mighty powerful influence in that church. And God said that we are to teach one another. The next word is to admonish one another. And that's what I was doing with George. George refused to accept it. He got mad and he walked out. But you know what? This is, that was God's church. And God brought somebody else in. And away we went. And that's what God wants us to do with one another. To teach one another. To admonish one another. But to get to this phrase, folks, it's another And today, Tom Brady, at 43 years old, I promise you this, that you're going to see him on the sidelines admonishing one of his receivers, his blockers. He's going to be correcting them on the spot, and they're going to listen, and they're going to go back out on the field, and they're going to play well together. Guys, just play nice. Just play nice. Um, The book of Hebrews Uh, Chapter 10, verse 24, spur one another on. I love that word, spur, S-P-U-R. Spur one another on toward love and good deeds. How do you read that scripture to spur one another on without thinking of a horse and a rider? Pete? You know, you got a cowboy, and he sits there, and he, and he, and he, he has the spurs, and he kicks the the, the horse, just just nudges, and, 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 and it motivates And what the word is saying, that we need to motivate one another. Because some of us, we get stick in the mud. We get stick in ourselves, stuck in ourselves. We we need to be motivated. And and I may have shared this with some of you um, individually, but, you know, cross country in high school is one of the greatest sports of all time. And in cross country, you'll have 300 boys, and and my son Wes ran cross country. You have 300 of them lined up, and they they run this race together. And about 100 yards up, there's a path that's like six feet wide. And these 300 guys have to just squeeze into that path. And there's elbows and kicking and tripping, and they get through there. But some of the boys that lead the race, they will finish this race. I'm not lying. They'll finish this race 20 minutes ahead of some other kids. And the kids that finish the race, I've seen this so many times, they will finish the race and then they'll go back out on, on, on the, we'll call it the track, and, and, and they will run beside some of the slower boys on their team and say, come on, man, you can do it. You can make it. I want you, see that kid up there? Man, he's from, what's a, what's a rival school right here? Cambridge. Cambridge. He's from Cambridge. Pass him. You can beat that kid. And, and you could see, and the slower kid, the, his jaw would drop and the determination, and he would put it into another gear, and he would kick it, and he would pass that kid from Cambridge. And, and, and you could just see the smiles on the face. And I'm telling you what, every race I've gone to, I think I'm fighting tears because these kids are supporting one another. 
That's what it means to spur one another on, that we're going to encourage each other in this church. Come on, don't you give up. I'm with you. I'm going to be beside you. I'm going to be there with you. I'm going to help hold your hands. We're going to get through this thing together. And that's what the Word of God says, to spur one another on. You know, in Galatians 5.13, the Apostle Paul said that we're to serve one another in love. You know, godly serving is not the act of doing. It's the act of doing with the right attitude. Did you ever serve someone with a bad attitude? Yeah, we probably all have. Um, we, we just moved Marsha's dad into our home this past, uh, a week ago now. He's been with us eight days. And we could look at him and say, you know, j- just serve him and just have a nasty attitude. But my goodness, he took care of my wife all those early years, and now it's our turn to take care of him. That's called family. It's called honoring your mom and dad. And, 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 and Marcia is serving her father with, with such joy and such peace. And that's the way we need to do with one another because we are the family. We are the church, and we're to serve one another. And Ephesians, or excuse me, 1 Thessalonians 4.18 says, Encourage each other with these words. The word encourage that we are to give support and confidence and hope, and you can make it, and it's going to be okay, and we're going to do this together. It's the team supporting the team. We're to encourage one another. I'm going to ask you a question. Don't, don't answer me out loud. When's the last time you encouraged your church board? Man, they need it. When's the last time you encouraged Pastor Dustin? He has more weight on him just because of the circumstances. When's the last time you encouraged Kristen? You know, the the administrative assistant, they, sorry to everybody else, they basically run the church. And we need to encourage one another. Well, they didn't encourage me. Oh, that's a good attitude. We just need to encourage and just bless. And then our text this morning, John 13, 34, says love one another. Folks, let me tell you, love is a verb. It's not a noun. It's not, oh, I love you, Marcia. Marcia says, great, if you love me, prove it. I mean, she did, she's never said that. But, you know, that's, that's how we made it happily for 40, almost 43 years. You must be old if you've been married 46 years. I'm just telling you, Larry. Wow. So, so we, we, it, it's a verb. And, and, and then in, in Romans 12, 16, live in harmony with one another. Live in harmony. Um, in, in Louisville, before I retired, it was so fun. I, I would get to church early and, and, and uh, just to spend some time with God. I spent about an hour in prayer. And then my son, Wes, who was the worship leader at that time, he would come. And uh, he would get ready for the worship practice. And then the, the musicians would come. And here's what was so fun. As they were getting ready, um, Wes is strumming on his guitar. And then Zach had the electric guitar, and he's over there doing all kind of, I don't know what he's doing, I think. All at the same time when Wes is doing this. And then um, Mike is over on the drums. The drums are over here, and Mike is just just doing his thing. Nobody's paying attention to anybody. Uh, Kayla's over here on her violin, and she's going, Okay, it, it, it sounded awful. Uh, Michaela is over here and she has her bass. And Michaela was in high school at the time and she's boom, 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 boom. She'd always move boom, boom, 
boom, boom. And, and everybody, it sounded awful. And then Wes would say, okay, guys, everybody's tuned up. Everybody's ready. We're going to pray to God, ask God's anointing on the service, and then they begin to focus on the song. And I'm sure Pastor Dustin does the same thing here. And then the harmony came in when they all began to focus on the same thing. And it was a beautiful thing. This is what God wants at Biesville. Harmony. And as we love together and work together and flow together. And and guys, it's going to happen. It's going to be okay. You guys love your church. Everyone I've talked to in this church loves your church. God bless you for that. And we're just believing that God wants to do some amazing things. A friend of mine went to New York City to visit a church pastor, David Wilkerson. You may have heard of David Wilkerson. Uh, he, he began Teen Challenge back in the 60s, and it's around the world now. And uh, he pastored a great church in New York. And my friend Steve went to New York City, and he was on vacation, and he wanted to go uh, to, to hear David Wilkerson preach. He called the church office, and Kristen answered. And, and Steve said, Kristen, is David Wilkerson preaching Sunday? I'm on vacation, and I want to hear him. And Kristen said, we don't give out that information. This church is not about David Wilkerson. This church is about Jesus Christ. Bam. This church is really not about who stands here, who sits over there, who's on the board, and who's in the pew. This church is about Jesus Christ. And if we keep the main focus, the main focus, guys, there's nothing that this church won't be able to do that God wants this church to do. Love and unity. If you're able, would you stand with me, please? I know we went a little long today, and I'm going to blame Pastor Larry for that. But we're going to we're going to close in prayer. And folks, as we pray today, we're going to pray for one another. There's just a way that God put on my heart that we we need to pray. And I want to invite you just to bow your head and close your eyes and pray with me as I lead us in prayer. Heavenly Father, today we come into a very important service in the life and history of this church. We heard from the network. We heard from the Word of God. And we want to move forward. So, Lord, in this church, we're going to make a commitment to love one another. We're going to make a commitment to live in harmony with one another. We're going to make a commitment to grow and teach and admonish one another. Lord, we're going to be with one another, teammates, working together for what God has in store. Lord, this morning we pray for the church board. Lord, they have so much upon their shoulders right now, more than they ever ask for. They didn't ask for this They didn't ask for all this situation to happen when they accepted this position. 
Oh God, give them wisdom. Give them strength. Give them courage to make hard decisions. Help them, Lord. Lord, this church is so blessed because of of these men. And God, just bless them. God, this morning we pray for Pastor Joe, Crystal. We thank you for all the good that they've done here. Lord, there's many in this church today because of them. There's many in the community that heard about Jesus Christ because of them. And now they're getting started in a new ministry, a new area, taking care of his dad. God, there's much going on in Pastor Joe and Crystal's life. And we pray your blessing upon them. God, take care of them. And Lord, we believe as you led them on that you're leading someone else here. And we don't know who that is. We don't know where they're from. But God, we know that their heart is being stirred. That there's a change coming. And God, prepare them for this place. Give them a heart for Byesville, even if they've never heard of Byesville yet. Give them a heart for this congregation, a heart to lead these wonderful, wonderful people in this church. And God, we're just asking that this church will be ready for their new pastor. Ready to move on. Ready to move forward and see what God wants to do. God, we pray an outpouring of your Holy Spirit upon this place. Do something that no human can do. And Lord, you will receive all the honor and glory and praise. And we thank you for what you're up to. And Lord, we ask all of this, expecting this in the name of Jesus. And God's people said, amen, amen. Folks, let me ask you a question. Do you believe God's word? Are you going to live according to God's word? Choice is yours. Choice is mine. I choose to do it. I know it's late, and I just pray God's blessing upon you. And when you get with other people and you talk about this letter that Pastor Larry read, when you talk about the sermon that you heard today, would you please give God honor and praise? Amen. God bless you guys. Have a wonderful week in the Lord. Thank you for listening to Byesville Assembly of God. At our church, we exist to be a place of connection to God and to others who believe in Jesus. We're glad you joined us today. We hope you join us next time as we hear a powerful word from the Bible. God bless you and your family from all of us at Byesville Assembly of God.